Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Another day, another bright and early morning. So glad you are here. Celebrity birthdays on the way. This day in history. Random facts plus your world and national news roundup. That's all on the way this hour. Later this morning, we're going to tell you a feel-good story about an equipment manager who got into play during the basketball game at a high school recently. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features a theater manager who gets revenge on a critic. And what are the high, who are the highest-paid entertainers uh, of 2022? We've got the list now for you as well. All that and more is on the way today. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or you can give them a call at 479-253-1234. Good morning. And we are headed to a high of 67 today under sunny skies. Rain tonight, low 33. Cloudy and windy tomorrow. Temp is just going to fall all day long to the lower 30s. And then tomorrow night getting even colder. Friday's high, though, sunny and 45. Celebrity birthdays now and this day in history. Uh, Zachary Gordon, the star of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies, is 25. Funny kid, man. I can't believe he's 25. Uh, Megan the Stallion, 28. Corinne Fox, Jamie Foxx's daughter, is 29. Greer Grammer, that's Kelsey Grammer's daughter, uh, is 31 today. Jessica Dugau who plays Mina on NBC's Dracula, is 35. Amber Riley, who plays Mercedes Jones on Glee, is 37. Brandon Boyd from Incubus is 47. Alex Borstein, who plays Lewis Griffin on Family Guy, is 52. Renee O'Connor, who's Gabrielle on Xena Warrior Princess, is also 52. Shooter McGavin. You remember him from Happy Gilmore. His real name is Christopher McDonald. He's been in a ton of stuff. He is 68 today. Matt Groening, he is or Groening is 69, the creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. He actually named one of his sons Homer. Go! Jane Seymour is 72, and on this day, well, let's do this first, actually. Today is Single Awareness Singles Awareness Day after Valentine's Day and Love Reset Day. It's also National Gumdrop Day. We're six days out from Mardi Gras and 25 days away until we start to get more daylight. Yeah, daylight savings time, 25 days from now. On this date in history, in uh, in 1764, the great city of St. Louis was established in Missouri as a French trading post. The first teddy bear went on sale in 1903. 
Walt Disney's Cinderella opened in theaters in 1950 with a cost of $3 million to make. Walt actually put up half that money himself, and it's, well, it paid off, right? If the movie had flopped, Disney Studios, as we know it, would not have existed. It would have gone bankrupt. So it was a big-time bet, and, of course, it paid off. On this date, 1961, the U.S. figure skating team was tragically killed in a plane crash. Nat King Cole died of lung cancer in Santa Monica on this date in 1965 at the young age of only 45. Sly and the Family Stone's Everyday People hit number one on the pop chart in 1969. Rush released their second album, Fly By Night, in 1975. Gino Vanelli became the first white artist to perform on Soul Train in 1975. Leo Spinks defeated uh, Muhammad Ali for the World Heavyweight Championship in 1978. Saturday Night Fever won a Grammy for Album of the Year, and the Bee Gees took home awards for Best Pop Group and Best Arrangements. For Staying Alive, that was in 1979. Steve Martin won comedy album that year for a wild and crazy guy. The Breakfast Club was released in 1985. Jeffrey Dahmer found sane and guilty for brutal murders of 15 men in 1992, sentenced to 15 life terms. Dale Earnhardt won his first Daytona 500 in 1998. And on this date in 2016, singer Megan Trainer won Best New Artist at the Grammys. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it's that time of morning for your random facts brought to you by the Tees and Trails Townhouse in Bella Vista. If you're looking for a peaceful getaway right on the golf course and steps away from the Back 40 Mountain Bike Trail, check out the Tees and Trails Townhouse. This two-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse is newly renovated and sleeps up to eight people comfortably. You can book your stay now for as low as $99 a night at teesandtrails.com. That's T-E-E-S and trails.com. Your first random fact, women's hearts beat faster than men's. Women's hearts beat faster than men's. That doesn't really surprise me, you know. Women, you know, they're they're more compassionate with their heart, so it makes sense that it would be stronger and beating more. I don't know, I'm just I'm just grasping, I don't know. When you blush, the inner lining of your stomach turns red as well. So your face is red and your stomach's red. That's wild. Your next random fact, there's trees out there that can grow more than one kind of fruit. And in those cases, those trees are called fruit salad trees. Fruit salad trees. This is wild. If we were to make an iPhone in back in the year 1991, okay? It would have cost $3.5 million to build the technology in one of the first iPhones. One of the first iPhones. $3.5 million. And your final random fact, during a break in filming the movie Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger went into a restaurant and realized that he was still in his Terminator makeup with a missing eye exposed jawbone and burned flesh. Yeah, so he didn't realize he was still in makeup and everything. Attracted quite the attention and was like, hasta la vista, 
baby. We're headed to a high of 63 today under sunny skies. Rain tonight, 33 the low, cloudy and windy tomorrow. Temps falling all day long with uh, temperatures in the lower 30s by the end of the day. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or you can give them a call at 479-253-1234. Getting a look now at your worldwide and national headlines. Headline number one, inflation declined a bit in January, but still remained high. The Consumer Price Index, a closely watched measure of inflation, climbed 6.4% last month from a year earlier edging down from 6.5% in December. It was the seventh straight month of easing inflation since peaking at 9.1% in June, the highest reading, of course, since 1981. That cooling trend, though, is moderating. The strong inflation report will likely keep the Fed on track to raise interest rates at the central bank's March meeting and to signal that further increases are probably coming. And yesterday, Nikki Haley announced her 2024 presidential bid. She's the first major candidate to commit to challenging Donald Trump, her former boss, for the Republican nomination. The former president uh, launched his third consecutive White House bid back in November. Haley, the first woman and person of color elected South Carolina's governor, was a U.N. ambassador in the Trump administration. And after resigning in 2018, she joined Boeing's board of directors and spent time on the speaking circuit. And your next headline, the EU, the European Union, approved a law that will effectively ban the sale of new gasoline and diesel-powered vehicles starting in 2035. It requires new cars and vans to to have significantly lower carbon emissions by 2030 and zero emissions by 2035 as one of the most aggressive moves by a major economy to accelerate the transition to electric vehicles. This will likely impact car manufacturers and suppliers investment and product development. You think? Europe is now the second largest EV market after China. They account for more than 20,000 of all new cars sold last year. That's according to evvolumes.com. Well, and weather and remote locations hampered the search for the debris of the three unidentified objects that the U.S. shot down. That's what they're saying anyway. The takedowns happened over Alaska on Friday, Canada's Yukon Territory on Saturday, and Lake Huron on Sunday. Officials still don't know how the objects were propelled who sent them or what their purpose was, or at least they're not saying. They still won't call most of the downed crafts balloons, even. Those three crafts, along with a suspected Chinese spy balloon that crossed the U.S. at altitudes as high as 65,000 feet before Air Force, uh, before the Air Force downed it, raised the question of who controls what, who controls what, airspace or what's near space the higher it is nations governing airspace over over top of them to 60,000 feet but no international agreement exists beyond that interesting those are the headlines from around the country and around the world good morning 
Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this is a cool story from a high school in South Carolina. There's a high school freshman there named Carson. He serves as the equipment manager for the JV team. Yeah, the JV basketball team. And the coaches surprised him recently by putting him in the game. So Carson has Down syndrome. And he never actually expected to play, even though he was suited up. But when he heard his name called, he was thrilled. The coach went over and tapped him. He got in the game, ran around the gym, hyping up the crowd. He was a natural. And then, well, take a listen. And then he made a basket. And the place erupted. For Carson, this was a dream come true. Way to go to the coaches and everyone for making this happen. (laughs) If you got a story out there, a good story, we'd love to tell it. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this is a... Yeah, well, that's why it's Stranger Than Fiction. Hey, a German newspaper critic had animal feces smeared on her face in the city of Hanover, Germany by a ballet director who apparently took offense at a review that she wrote about the ballet. Yep, the Hanover State Opera House has apologized for the incident and said Monday that it was suspending the ballet director, Marco Goki with immediate effect. The Daily Frankfurter reported that a furious Goki approached the dance critic during the interval of a premiere at the Opera House this past weekend and asked what she was doing there. It said that the two didn't know each other personally, but the newspaper said Goki, who apparently felt provoked by a recent review she wrote of a production that he staged in the Dutch seat of government, The Hague, threatened to ban her from the ballet and accused her of being responsible for people canceling season tickets in Hanover. He then pulled out a paper bag with dog feces in it and smeared her face with the contents before running away through the foyer. Since the newspaper reporter has filed a criminal complaint. I mean, can you make this stuff up? No, you cannot make this stuff up. It is crazy. And nonetheless... I'm sure more and more people will be canceling their tickets to the ballet there because there's nothing crazier than going to a ballet that's not very good and the director has a bag of dog feces. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or call them, 479-253-1234. And we are headed to a high of 67 under sunny skies today. Rain and 33 the low tonight. Tomorrow cooling off dramatically, windy, cloudy, and temperatures dropping throughout the day to the lower 30s by the afternoon. Tomorrow night's low in the 20s, right around 21, and Friday sunny and a high of 45. Well, Forbes magazine has released its list of the highest paid entertainers of 2022. Yeah, you might be surprised at who got number one. I'll start at number 10, Bad Bunny. He's a rapper, right? Yeah, did two tours, has some endorsement deals, $88 million. 
Taylor Swift, $92 million and the only one on the top 10 list. James Cameron, director of Avatar, $95 million. The Rolling Stones, $98 million. At number 7, Brad Pitt, $100 million. He sold his stake in the production company Plan B. He also earned money from the movies Bullet Train, Babylon, and The Lost City in 2022. Uh, the Simpsons creators, James L. Brooks and Matt Groening, $105 million. They're pocketing big money from Disney's acquisition of Fox and the migration of the show from FX uh, and uh, to Disney. And then you got South Park creators, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They're number four on the list with $160 million. Most of that comes from a deal they signed with Paramount in 2021, guaranteeing them $935 million over six years. My gosh. Tyler Perry, number three on the list. He's actually a billionaire, by the way. $175 million. Sting is at number two. He sold his catalog last year, and he made $210 million in 2022. And who is the highest-paid entertainer of 2022? Genesis. Yeah, the group Genesis, $230 million thanks to the sale of their music catalog, Farewell Tour, and, of course, other revenue streams. Kind of surprising, right? Well, you sell your catalog, you make big money. But Tyler Perry, I think, is really the richest because he didn't have to sell a catalog to be one of the top. There you go, rich folks right there. And a very pleasant good morning to you. We are headed to a high of 67 today under sunny skies. Well, you contemplating a change in the new year for a uh, uh, as far as a career goes? Well, there is a new list out there after people were polled about the happiest jobs out there, the most saddest, satisfying careers. Uh-huh. This is according to a poll done by Study Finds. The fifth job on the list, as we count them down, is quality assurance analysts. You usually need a data analytics degree for this job. The field is forecasted for extreme growth over the next few years. They test products, and uh, they also test systems to make sure that they meet companies' standards. It can, uh, of course, could be satisfying work for people who are detail-oriented and enjoy solving problems. A lot of independence there. Probably a lot of variety, too, depending on the company you work for. Number four on the list of most satisfying jobs is teaching assistant. Uh, They often rate their job satisfaction among the best, despite not having the best salary. Like being a teacher, which is usually the end goal, teaching assistants get to work with kids and see them progress. All right, that's number four on the list. Then that is followed by number three, teacher. The salary and education required vary depending on the level and subject that you plan to teach, but teachers often report being happy. Even though they have a very tough job, especially the last few years, Uh, It's a way to directly impact the lives of young people. You see it every day uh, as a teacher, but it is tough because you're dealing with kids all day, every day. But, hey, the state of Arkansas could be one of the highest-paid teacher destinations out there if Governor Sanders has her way. Number two on the list of most satisfying careers is firefighter. Firefighter, with an average salary around $49,000, it only requires a high school diploma or GED, and of course it's a rewarding job because you save people's lives. It also has a lot of adrenaline with it. It's very exciting. Uh, 
you know, as well. And it's a tightly knit team that work together, uh, if you will, a brotherhood, if you will, to save people from fires, medical emergencies, and hazardous situations. My brother Jacob has been a firefighter for decades and a fire chief uh, for a long time. And he seems like he loves his job. He definitely is. He seems excited by his job. And the number one job as far as satisfaction and happiness, according to study finds, and this poll is physical therapist. The average salary is over 90000 but it requires a doctorate and state license. One reason it might be satisfying is you get to work with people and improve their health. You see the progress. You see that what you're doing to help is life changing. So that seems to be a theme throughout the most satisfying and happy jobs is seeing your work matter, seeing that it makes an impact, something we should all look at in our day-to-day lives to see what are we doing to make an impact and leave our mark with helping people. All right. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Well, the former CEO of Beyond Meat pleaded guilty and was placed on probation yesterday for biting the nose of another driver during an altercation last year. Fayetteville police arrested Douglas Wayne Ramsey, 54, on suspicion of felony battery and making a terroristic threat after the attack in a parking garage in September following an Arkansas Razorback football game. Ramsey pleaded guilty to felony criminal mischief and a misdemeanor charge of disorderly conduct before Circuit Judge Joanna Taylor. Ramsey was placed on probation for three years, fined $1,000, ordered to pay $73 victim restitution, and ordered to be screened for anger management and comply with any recommendation for treatment. And a new effort to slow down crime in Branson's underway with flock cameras installed around the city. Eight cameras will be placed around Branson and paid for with a federal grant. Branson Police uh, Police Chief Eric Schmidt hopes more will pop up thanks to businesses joining forces and renting the cameras themselves. He says they're affordable and will provide even more eyes to catch bad guys. The department won't be sharing exact locations or businesses that will have them But the chief says retail areas have had a lot of interest in joining up. And in 2A district basketball tournament action yesterday, the Eureka Springs Senior High girls were taken down by Cotter, 57-30. The Eureka Senior High boys team defeated Yellville Summit, 66-49, and will play in the semifinal tomorrow, and have also clinched a spot in the regional tournament. And in one 3A action, Elkins defeated the Green Forest Senior High girls, 53 to 24. And in 1-4A, the Huntsville Lady Eagles defeated the Lady Bobcats 43 to 36 and have advanced to play Gravit tonight at 7 p.m. And the Berryville Senior High Boys will play Gravit at 5.30 p.m. heard live on 107.1 KTHS. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And this one's pretty uh, wild as far as stories go. It's making some people mad. It's an Italian restaurant in New Jersey. They are raising some eyebrows after they have officially banned all children under the age of 10 years old. Uh, Here's some diners giving their two cents on the new rule change at Nettie's House of Spaghetti. People don't care what their kids do and they just let them run around. I guess they don't want to pay for a babysitter, so they bring them with them. When you have little kids running around, sometimes it's disruptive. Wow, okay, so those people... Uh, are in favor of the ban. What do you think about this? I guess I am of the mind of, look, this is a private business. If they want to enact a certain standard and they're not, 
you know, being rude about it, I guess it should be okay, right? Shouldn't it be their right to say, you know what, we want to create an atmosphere of no little kids, no distractions, and make it a nice restaurant? I think they should be able to do so. Now, of course, it's super risky because even if people don't have kids or kids under 10, they might choose not to go there because they think the people are rude. You know, so that's kind of how the free market works. But on the other side of it, you know, you want to go out to a restaurant that's really nice and have a nice dinner and not be disturbed. But you know what? Sometimes it's not kids that are going to disturb you. It's the other adults. So there's no guarantee of a peaceful dinner. It's my opinion that if you have a nice restaurant, it kind of takes care of itself. People don't tend to bring little kids into a really nice restaurant. And if they do, and I'm not saying it never happens, it's just not the typical norm. You know, my wife and I go out to a nice place. It's very rare that we ever even see a little kid in there. And so, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're having some issues. Um, I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, I find it interesting And I find it also interesting that people get so upset about it because I just go, you know what? Go for it. That's what you want to do. Do it. It may make you more money or it may make you a lot less. It's a risk either way. But because we live in the United States of America, they should be allowed to do it. That's just what I'm saying. All right. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.